All right. So as most of you know, uh, there's been a second batch of classified documents found uh, regarding Joe Biden and his uh, (laughs) classified documents uh, after he ripped Trump for being irresponsible. And you had the whole raid raid of Mar-a-Lago. But that's not the key issue here. Here's the key. Here's, Here's why I'm even talking about it. Because as far as I'm concerned, politics is dead. The reason why I'm even bringing it up is because there is a clear operation going on here. And I knew from the beginning of this mess with the Trump raid of Mar-a-Lago with his classified documents, supposedly, allegedly, that Trump had something up his sleeve. I knew that from the beginning. Because none of it made any sense. Um, Trump had met with the FBI, I believe it may have been a few weeks prior to the raid. Um, so anyways, I knew he had something up his sleeve. And now it's even clearer that, and I'm just going to say it, Trump staged In my opinion, I could be wrong, but I believe he staged the raid at Mar-a-Lago so that they could justify bringing out the information concerning Joe Biden and the classified documents that he had at, um, what is it, the Penn-Biden Center? I believe that's what it's called, the Penn Biden Center. So in, in other words, what I'm saying is I believe that Trump, working with the FBI, with his people within the FBI, staged the raid back in August of 2022 to set the precedence that investigating a president or a former president is normal. In other words, no one can say that Biden cannot be investigated or shouldn't be investigated, or if you do investigate Biden, that is only political. You can't say that anymore because Trump was investigated. Or he was raided. Now, why do I say that? I say that because you have to look at who the FBI director is. It's Christopher Wray. And I believe it was Trump that appointed Christopher Wray, if I'm not mistaken. So it all makes sense. Um looking at it from that viewpoint, in my opinion, that this was a boomerang. Also, I'm looking at the date 
in which um, Trump was raided. It was on August the, August the 8th of 2022. If you go back, if you don't believe me, go back and check for yourself. If you go back into a way back machine and look at Trump's text for his campaign in 20, was it 2015, 2016? I believe it was 2016. It was text Trump at 88022. I kid you not. It was text Trump at 88022. Fast forward time on August the 8th, which is 88 year 2022, Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was raided by the FBI. Now, you may chop that up as a coincidence. I'm not. I'm not. Not at all. I believe that it was a setup to set the stage and set the tone. Okay? It's kind of like if you smack me, then you cannot complain or cry or say I did you wrong when I smack you back. And that's the point. The setup was for Trump to make it look like he had been raided and that they were going after his classified documents or documents that they deemed to be classified or whatever, what have you. Only to come back months later. And although they did not raid Biden, he's now being pushed to the front of this um, classified document, fiasco, scandal, whatever you want to call it. It just seems, if you follow Trump long enough, you'll understand what I'm saying. If not, you won't get it. You'll just say, oh, that's just crazy. No, 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 no. No, he does this all the time. This is what he does. Okay, this is his style. He pump fakes. Like, for example, with the Russia, Russia, Russia. He did that on purpose. He's the one that got up on stage and said, Russia, if you're listening, hack into our emails talking about Hillary Clinton. He said that out in the open. Why? Because he wanted them to investigate him. He wanted the investigation. He wanted them to impeach him. Or at least try to. Why? Because that was a setup for something later on. Because guess what? Guess who was illegally dealing with Russia and Ukraine? Especially Ukraine. Biden. Right? And now it's coming out that uh, FTX had money tied into the Democratic Party and Maxine Waters and a lot of other people were involved in that. And supposedly this money that was supposed to have been going to the Ukraine was getting kicked back to the Democratic Party. So all of that's going to come out as well. This year is starting off with a bang. Now, what does all of that mean? What, what does it mean? Okay, you, you're going to get this information. 
um, you're going to get a lot of information concerning the Biden administration, things that Biden did while he while he was vice president. The Hunter Biden laptop is going to be put to the forefront where as the first two years of his presidency, you heard nothing about it. Okay, not from the left, not from the mainstream media. But you're going to hear about it now, and you're going to see a lot of investigations now that the Republicans have the House. My only question is, what are they going to do now? Are they actually going to bring justice, if you want to call it that? Because what's justice nowadays? What, what does that even mean? What is, what is justice in America? doesn't mean anything anymore. But um, I think you're going to see a lot of investigations, a lot of boomerangs. And what I mean by boomerangs is I believe that there was an operation going on during Trump's presidency where he purposely allowed them to attack him. They took the bait. He would throw things out there, allow them to attack him just so he could use it later. Use the analogy. If you smack me, you can't complain when I smack you back. You can't go file a lawsuit. So think about all of the things that they've been doing to Trump for the past however many years. It would have been six, seven years, seven years, I think. Something like that. Okay, now all of that is, this is the year where everything boomerangs. They got the house. And they have the information. They have a lot of information. They have a lot of intel, a lot of, um, I'll say a lot of information, things that you won't believe that these people are involved in, scandals, um, all kinds of fraud. They have it. And they sat back. I'm telling you, this is what they did. They sat back for years and allowed them to attack Trump. Trump said this out in the open. He said it out of his own mouth. He said, I like to take the boomerangs. I'm not the boomerangs, excuse me, excuse me. The arrows. He said, I I take all of the arrows. That's, That's what he said. I take all of the arrows. Why? Because that's his job. His job is to be attacked. Let them investigate him while his team investigates them. In other words, he's the distraction. He's the bait. And I think now, if they're going to move forward and actually do something, um, they have everything that they need. The whole Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House crap, it was just that crap. They were going to let him become Speaker of the House anyway because Trump told them to, and Trump controls the Republican Party. So that whole thing going back and forth, it was all nonsense. It was it was just theater. They were distracting people, distracting, they were distracting the public. And then what happens as soon as that's over? Boom. Out of nowhere. The reports of Biden having classified documents 
for six years, by the way. This puts a lot of egg all over the media's face because since August of 2022, they have been adamant about Trump's mishandling of these documents and he purposely had them and he didn't report them and he this and he that and he, you know, he should be held accountable. Now they're going to have to try to figure out a way (laughs) because now their boy Biden is guilty of the same thing. They have to figure out a way to distance what Trump did from what Biden did. Right? Because the Republicans have the House. And you have Jim Jordan openly saying there's going to be investigations. This year started off with a bang. And again, the optics, you cannot complain. This is, this is where the Democrats have lost it. They cannot say that the Republicans are overacting or overreaching or this is political uh, overreach, I should say, right? And they're only attacking him for, poli- for political purposes or they're overstepping their boundaries or this is unprecedented. They can't say things like that. You know why? Because Trump was raided and the whole world saw it. That was the number one news story when that happened. And they gleefully reported it. Around the clock, CNN, MSNBC, ABC News, CBS News, They were so happy to report that Donald Trump was in trouble. So they can't now act as if punishing, not I shouldn't use that word, or, you know, holding uh, a president or a former president accountable for mishandling or purposely stashing away classified documents is somehow politically motivated because they did it first. And again, if you understand what I'm saying, you get it. That was the point of Trump setting up the raid, the Mar-a-Lago raid, because I believe it was staged. I believe it was done on purpose publicly for optics reasons for just just to say hey look they raided me first they did it to me first so now that the republicans have the house and they decide they want to launch an investigation no one can say that it's unprecedented or it's political overreach you see how that worked it's called the boomerang effect that's how uh, that's how operations work. Three letter agencies well, 
but I won't even get into that. But that's this is an operation, in my opinion. The only question is, the only question, what will they do now? Because I said it before, um, if they don't do anything this year, then you know that these people were full of it the whole time. And both the Democrats and the Republicans were doing nothing but distracting U.S. citizens while they bring in their New World Order system, CBDC digital, uh, their, their central bank digital currency, collapse the dollar, collapse the economy, open the borders, um, cause all kinds of havoc, you know, with their fake, Psyops, and I won't even say uh, specifically what those are, or I'll get banned. But um, I do think that the Republicans are in a in a position now where they they cannot screw the pooch, they cannot drop the ball. They have to at least make it look like they're trying to do something with all of this corruption. Because um, I tell you, the Republican, I shouldn't even say Republican, the conservative base is growing thin. I follow this stuff. I track it. As an independent, I can get a, a feel for both sides. And I'm telling you, they have, their patience is running out. I'm talking about the base, the conservative uh, base, ground level. Their their patience is running thin. They've been through three years of hell, from lockdowns to mass mandates to vaccine mandates to lefty liberals canceling canceling them, cancel culture, being deplatformed off every major uh, social media platform getting kicked off of YouTube. Some of them made money off of YouTube and got kicked off. Being called crazy, being called conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, excuse me. They've been going through that for the past three years. And they're sick of it. Some of them have bought into the idea that this was being done so that the people can see how corrupt uh, the government is with the idea that once they, once the conservatives and the Republicans, well, I hate using the word Republicans, but once they take over again, that they would um, <clears throat> then bring justice. Well, they better do something. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You're going to have a lot of pissed off conservatives and they may just break apart because it happened before there was the tea party and people forget about it. Um, there was a tea party back in 2007 was it 2007, eight, you had the whole occupy wall street thing going on back then. <clears throat> and they were so sick of the Republican party because of what George W. Bush had done with the two wars and um, collapsing the economy, and they were pissed off. 
and they wanted to start their own part their own party. But I remember this like it was yesterday. The Republicans hijacked that Tea Party movement and pretended like they were there for them. But they weren't. <clears throat> so they kind of took it over. So now there's no excuses other than the Democrats have the Senate. But the Republican Party now is on the clock. I could tell you that. If they think that they're going to roll into 2024, having not done anything, not getting anything done, just with the same old, same old, same old spiel, they got another thing coming. Hey, um, I have to, man, I have to do this story. I really don't want to. But um, this is just sickening. Once again, this shows you where this country is headed and how bad things have gotten. Sorry, bad news, bad news. Yeah, I told you they're coming for your children, man. They, they, they are attacking the children. This is um, from the Gateway Pundit. Michigan Middle School threatens to sue after official releases photos of grade school children pole dancing at club at a club during um, school outing. Michigan grade schoolers um, enjoyed a local adult club's pole dancing facility in a recent class outing. This is in Michigan, uh, Michigan School District Superintendent uh, Robert Shaner threatened to sue a local official for releasing a photo of grade schoolers pole dancing at a local nightclub during a recent school outing. The school says the kids were having lunch at the club when the dancing took place. Uh, this is just weird shit here. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is the weird stuff that is going on, not to mention you have a lot of uh, this trans, uh, what do you call them, drag queen shows that have been going on all throughout 2022. There were so many of them. It was just absolutely disgusting. And they would have these drag queens come in and let these children sit on their lap and tell them, you know, when you grow up, they're going to be like them and, you know, take the little boys and they put makeup on them and, yeah, man, this is put make makeup and lipstick and everything. This is really going on. And you don't hear a word, a peep about it from these major news networks. So when I talk about it, I sound crazy to the normies. Uh, for the people that are uh, in the know and understand what's going on and how they're basically trying to brainwash the children, they know about these things, you know. Just like the trafficking at the border. It's like the trafficking that happened during the pandemic that nobody talked about. They pretended like it didn't exist. They called it a QAnon conspiracy theory. Right? That's what they called it. Um, but it's really happening. And um, it's just crazy how many perverts and weirdos there are out here and was just as crazy, in my opinion, is the way mainstream media is complicit in the cover-up. 
It makes you wonder, doesn't it? I'm not accusing anybody of nothing. I know most of these reporters or broadcasters, podcasters, whatever they are, are taking orders from their CIA handlers, more than likely, because none of these reporters are real. None of them are doing real reporting. None of them are doing real journalism. They're just a bunch of puppets reading from a goddamn script. Period. So maybe it's not their fault, and maybe it's not a part of their script. Maybe they were told not to talk about it. Um, I don't know. But you would think that somebody, with all the mess that was going on with these drag queen shows that were going on throughout 2022 especially, because it, it, it got stupid in 2022. It got ridiculous. Okay? They were doing it out in the open. Okay? And and um, Project Veritas uh, may have been back in October, somewhere around there. I believe it was during the fall. Um, they, in, they did an undercover investigation and uh, was it the... One of these uh, school board members... Anyway... Um, he was bragging about how they would bring the old into the class. And it was for sex education. <laughs> the old and butt plugs. Yeah, this is, this is absolutely, excuse my language, fucking disgusting. But guess what? You didn't hear a peep. <laughs> You would think, I remember um, as a kid, something like that would be like a big story. You would hear about that on, on, mainstream, on mainstream news. They would be like, what in the hell is this? What the hell is going on? You know, and you would, you would have protesters, man. You would have uh, parents going off no but now no 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 they don't want to offend a certain group of people that's why twitter was uh banning uh the word groomer hashtag groomer because groomer stood for these people that were grooming the children to become something of their opposite sex so they didn't like that so they they banned it they banned the hashtag, believe it or not, because they didn't want it to be exposed. And they said that they didn't want to offend a certain group of people. But um, we live in a weird society, very strange. Um, things have changed for the worse completely. And I'm sorry, I know, I know, bad news, bad news. They say, all you do is give bad news. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I got to give you the alternative. While you're watching the stupid-ass playoffs and pretending like your team actually has a chance at the Super Bowl, these are the things that are going on. Because first of all, your team sucks, more than likely, and you're not going to the Super Bowl. And even if you do go to the Super Bowl and win it, it's only because some billionaires decided that they wanted to rig the Super Bowl for your team to win. So there you go. Am I still an asshole? 
Am I still the bad guy? Good. Because your whole world is fiction. Your sports teams are fake, phony actors. How about that? And there's this place called the real world that still exists. Where drag queens are allowed to come into schools and teach your children how to play with dildos. And you don't know about it. Because they tell them, don't go home and tell mommy and daddy. Oh, and the mainstream media will not report on it. But what do you care? Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, right? Or the Cowboys are in the playoffs, right? The Eagles are in the playoffs. So who gives a shit about anything else, right? But I'm the crazy one. I'm the crazy one for being concerned. Shall everything is ass backwards in this world? So the who is promoting a video that claims that anti-vax activism is, is deadlier than global terrorism. And this is coming from reclaimthenet.org. And I actually saw this tweet, this video that was tweeted by the World Health Organization. It says here, according to the World Health Organization, um, online anti-vax activism is more dangerous than terrorism, nuclear proliferation, and gun violence. Yeah, it's actually there on on their Twitter feed. Not caught it. I didn't know if they were going to take it down or not. But they claim anti-vax activism is more dangerous than terrorism, nuclear proliferation, and gun violence. Or at least they promoted this video. And they actually tweeted it. It's written on the World Health Organization's Twitter page, okay? We have, this is a quote from Dr. Peter Hotez, says, quote, we have to recognize that anti-vax activism, which I actually call anti-science aggression, this is what he called it, anti-science aggression. You got to love these people and their wording. They know how to make everyone sound like a terrorist or sound extra aggressive, right? So in other words, if you are a person that questions the science, right? If you're like, hey, you know, I don't know if I want to take that damn thing. Oh, well, now you are considered to be an anti-science aggressor. You see how they do? Instead of just being someone with questions, instead of being someone saying, hey, I want to, you know, consult my doctor and get uh, medical advice from, you know, someone else besides you. Oh, no, no, no. Now you are an anti-science aggressor. They love these labels, man. I'm telling you. They do. These people, these globalist elites, these people, no one does it better than them. No one knows how to give you a label or put you in a box better than they can. <laughs> they know how to come up with these names and these titles, man. Anti-science aggression has now become a major killing force globally. Look, listen to this. 
we have to, this is a quote from Dr. Peter Hotez. We have to recognize the anti-vax activism, right? Which I actually call anti-science aggression has now become a major killing force globally, said Baylor College Medicine's Dr. Peter Hotez in a video shared by the World Health Organization on Twitter. Dr. Hotez continued to warn that anti-vax activism is a killing force that is more dangerous than gun violence, global terrorism, nuclear proliferation, or cyber attacks. He threw that one in there. (laughs) You see how ridiculous this is? I hope by now you people figured it out. You've had three years to figure this out since the beginning of the pandemic. You can't be stuck on stupid still, okay? You're being played. Um, but it's it's you know questioning the science now. Now that's more dangerous than gun violence. <laughs> they, they, I thought gun violence was everything to these liberals, to these Democrats, right? And they're always talking about you know more gun restriction. No, what's more important to them, or at least to Doctor Peter? Hotez, what's more dangerous than gun violence? Anti-vax activism or questioning the science because it's science, anti-science aggression, according to him. It's more dangerous than global terrorism, nuclear um, proliferation, or cyber attacks. And it says, in quote, And now it's become a political movement, he continued. Oh, now they've made it political. Questioning the shot is now a political statement. You must be a Trump supporter or a right-wing extremist fashionist, okay, if you question the science. Not, Not... not that you necessarily disagree with it, but they put people in that same box, people that just ask the question. Yeah. And he said, it's now become a political movement. In the U.S., it's linked to far extremism on the far right. This is what Dr. Peter Hotez is saying. Same in Germany. So this is a new face of anti-science aggression. Uh, Says the video concludes with Dr. Hotez saying, and so we need political solutions to address this. (laughs) He's calling on politicians to handle you people who don't want to get your third, fourth booster. (laughs) That's basically what he's saying. Because you may have gotten tricked into the first two, but you said, nah, I'm not getting any more. So now he's like, no, 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 no. That's anti-science aggression. Gotta love their little labels, man. They know how to make you sound like the villain. Um. Anyway, uh, it goes on and on. But you get the point. Um... Let me see if there's more. It says, in a piece published by Nature Reviews, 
uh, says in September 2022, Hotel said there was a need to seek outside advice from experts in Homeland Security. They want to get Homeland Security involved. Justice, Commerce, and even the U.S. State Department, as well as the various United Nations agencies to protect people from anti-science activists. So, yeah, when we say that these people are tyrannical, don't come to me talking about I'm a goddamn conspiracy theorist. When these people are calling on the goddamn home, Homeland Security and the State Department because you question the science. That is medical tyranny through and through. Okay, no matter how you flip it, no matter how badly you want to justify it, period. These people have overreached. And there's a lot of information coming out about those shots. And I'm not even going to get into it here. Um, I'm pretty sure you will be hearing about it soon because the investigations into Fauci and Dr. Peter Daszak and the Wuhan lab, that information should be coming out now that the Republicans are taking over the House. Let's see what they do with it. I don't know. It could be smokescreen. It could be a big nothing burger. You know, I'm not getting my hopes up. But... And my whole thing is getting the information out there so that people won't be tricked and conned again. Okay, because that mess that they pulled from 2020 to 20 to really, you could say, deep into 2022 until they found a new narrative, a new talking point, which was the Russia-Ukraine war. Right. They were they were going full blown Nazi dictator, medical dictators medical tyranny uh, tyranny completely these people had lost their damn mind they were literally saying if you don't get the shot you don't go to work you don't get the shot you don't go to getting you don't get to go to a restaurant you don't get the shot you don't get to do anything you won't be around your friends or your family this is what they were saying in case you've forgotten what they tried to do um so it was like medical martial law <laughs> is what they tried to uh establish so anyway, um, that's something you can look up yourself. It's still on the World Health Organization's Twitter page if you think I'm lying. Not for nothing, I just wanted to mention this right quick. I thought it was worth mentioning just for, you know, quick segment here. Uh, from the Daily Caller, CNN walloped as ratings reportedly collapsed to lowest in history. Every once in a while, I like to talk about how bad CNN's ratings are because it's funny to me. Uh, the most trusted name in news. CNN's ratings reportedly sank to historically low levels in 2022 following mass layoffs and financial burdens throughout the year. The network the network averaged a little over a million, excuse me, a, over a half million. <laughs> excuse me the network averaged a little over a half million viewers in a day and slightly over 120,000 uh, in the key 25 to 54 year old advertiser demographic that came from Puck News uh, says the network's profitability reportedly sank below one billion in 2022 for the first time since 2016 due to the rise of digital subscriptions. Um, 
And then it goes on into how uh, CNN's president, Chris Light, took over the network uh, back in May. And he got rid of some people there. But uh, anyway, I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Um, you know, Don Lemon got moved over to the morning. Uh, he was no longer in his primetime slot. Brooke Baldwin left. Um, what's this other guy? Uh, Chris Cuomo. He was another primetime guy. He left. He had his scandal. And I can't think of the big guy, the one that looked like Humpty Dumpty. I can't even think of his name his name anymore. It'll come to me. I'm pretty sure after I finish recording, then it'll come to me for whatever reason. But anyway, um, it goes to show you that lying to people, even as stupid as Americans have become, and they've become pretty stupid. I cannot go an episode without talking about how stupid Americans are. Um, and I do it for multiple reasons. One, because it triggers certain people. They get mad at me and I get, why do you call people stupid so much? And um, two, because it's a fact. Okay, you don't know how stupid you are until you go, until you travel outside the United States. And you realize that Americans literally cannot do anything without looking at their goddamn phone. Americans are stupid. They don't know anything about anything. Okay? That being said, CNN has reached a low so bad that even stupid-ass Americans can look and see that their news network is full of shit. Their whole entire staff is full of shit. Okay? And again, like I said, Trump baited them. They put out so much fake news. It's Trump like, it's fake news. It's fake. Okay, they put out so much bullshit. <laughs> so busy attacking Trump, attacking Trump. They built their whole world around Trump. And they couldn't see that it was a booby trap. I didn't catch on until later on, to be honest with you. I got to be honest. I now know what he did. People still don't get what he did when he was in office. His whole thing was to throw things out there to make people run towards the story. He was doing it on purpose. Constantly tweeting, constantly talking shit. And they did not realize it. When I say they, I mean the mainstream media. They did not realize it at the time. I'm pretty sure some of them are pretty smart enough. They can look back on it now and see that they were stepping on landmines that Trump was setting out for them. Yeah, I look at him totally different from the way I used to. I know what he did. He threw things out there that sounded ridiculous just so they could run, hop on the story, and then find out later it was nothing. But by the time they found out it was nothing, it was already too late. They'd already pushed it into the media. They made it a big story. And then oftentimes they would have to cover it up by lying even more than they doing what they did initially. You understand what I'm saying? Because it takes a lot to cover up a lot. So what ends up happening over time, they lose credibility for people that are critical thinkers. 
even some of the stupid people will go, hey, that, that was a that turned out to be a lie. Why aren't you correcting that? But they didn't. So this is why CNN now has the worst ratings it's ever had in its history. It used to be the most trusted name in news. I grew up on CNN, Wolf Blitzer, and they, they were, CNN was supposed to be, you know, the it channel for news. Now it's a laughing stock. Nobody watches it anymore. Now, I know you're probably thinking, you're giving all the credit to Trump. Well, yeah. <laughs> what he did was he set them up. He called them fake news straight out the gate, right out of the gate. And then he would purposely tweet out some BS or say some BS out in the public, out in the open. They ran towards it, made it a big story, not knowing that they were step, stepping on a landmine, a nothing burger. And then when they found, by the time they found out that it was nothing and they reported on it, it's already too late. So now they got to lie to cover up that lie, to keep from the world knowing that they got egg all over their faces. I know what he did. You know how I know? Because I do shit like that. That's how I know. That's how I know. Trump's a wise guy from New York. A smart ass. I'm a smart ass from D.C. I understand that way of thinking. Throw shit out there and let your enemies go ape shit. Let, let them go crazy over nothing. And then just sit back and watch them. I understand it. Trust me. <laughs> Believe me. I get it. Worst ratings in history, and it's a sinking ship. Nobody's watching them. Nobody trusts them. And you can say that for just about all of, all of these uh, cable news outlets. The only reason why Fox News is winning the race war is because, I said race war, uh, news war. I meant to say um, news war is because they are the, I say that they, they are the most dominant at the moment as far as conservative news, as far as uh, middle of the road conservative news. When it comes to the hard right, there's more alternative uh, news, I guess you can say like right side broadcasting, places like that. But as far as like middle of the road, moderate conservatives, um, Fox News dominates and they're the only one. That's why they, they win, you know. So people get tired of watching that other crap, MSNBC and, and CNN. Guess where they're going? They're going to Fox. They want an alternate opinion. And they're the only one. They're the major brand. So anyways, um, I thought that was hilarious. Um, and, and hopefully CNN goes completely in the toilet where they belong.